Good morning and welcome to the 113th rendition of the Super Pod. I think that's what you, you become once once you hit uh, over 100 pods, you're a Super Pod. Um, loyalty Liquors. How, how's this sound right now? You sound great. I'm not in our usual. I'm not in my usual uh, <clears throat> like sound, sound sound muffling booth, so I, I wasn't sure. No, you sound great, dude. Okay, all right, good, good. Just checking. Um, so I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. We got loyalty liquors. Mm-hmm. You and I mm-hmm. we're we're the hosts of the podcast, mm-hmm. and um. Aaron, are you familiar with with the um with the scene in the Lion King? I know it's very sad, but there's just, you know, it was the stampede. When Mufasa dies? Yeah. Yeah, obviously. I'm familiar with when, when Mufasa with when Mufasa dies. Yep. Well, let's not talk about Mufasa dying, all right? Because I'm talking more <laughs> about I'm more I'm talking more about the stampede, all right? Okay. The wildebeest. There was a goddamn stampede of catfish that entered my trap last night. Shut up. Yeah, dude. There was a real catfish migration that happened. Yep, must have happened. I, I checked. I checked the traps yesterday night before sunset. I had just baited them. We had nothing. Yeah. And I woke up to seven, eight blue cats. Shut up. I swear to God, dude. <laughs> I've never even caught one. I got like 80 pinfish in my in my live well and uh haven't haven't once this year seen a catfish. Um but I like I caught we caught one last year randomly. I get, they're not good for bait so we just threw it back but fucking woke up to the I guess the stampede of catfish was running through the canal from the so river last night. What are they in the trap still? They're in the trap. <laughs> What are you gonna do? I got I got cats in the trap. You're gonna cook them? I don't know. There's a couple of them are small, but one's a fucking monster, dude. He's at like 12 inches. Like, I'm serious. I know you are. It's <laughs> unbelievable. When you, wait, was this your big news on the pod? Yeah. Okay. I was gonna well, I was gonna say, like you told me beforehand, like I got some big news for the pod, and I was like, all right, well, probably not. I had some big 12-inch news. <laughs> well some places that's gigantic uh it, when you said that i was like i don't know is this going to be like life news like i don't know what the i don't know yeah, what the, the context life, is. is that's life news man this you're is right as big you're as right it gets. ben that is that is <laughs> unbelievable that is amazing um, no but it was it was quite funny Dude, you gotta uh, eat them well i was thinking the biggest one we gotta eat like mm. we went to this place in um in georgia on lake blackshear it's like the flint river in all the country songs they talk it's literally the flint river lake blackshear and uh we go to this place called daphne's that's a uh like a catfish house but it's like a really nice little restaurant that serves catfish to uh you know to the fine local folks yep and i'm thinking like that catfish I had on the plate at, at Daphne's, you know, I don't think it was much bigger than that. That suck bag right out there. 
literally um, suck bags. Those things are dark, garbage yeah, eaters. Yeah. But they're all blue cats. Mm. All, all the ones I got today, yeah. That's interesting. So, so the great blue cat migration of 2022 happened on uh, on the eve of. Uh, I wonder what changed. April 22nd. I Something don't know. must have changed that brought them brought them there. Again, that's what I was thinking. I mean, they come. This like connects. I guess we call this brackish or brine. You know, yeah. it's fresh water that connects to salt water. Yeah, and it's very dirty. The canal, right. like it's you can't see the ground at all. And uh, so, I mean, I'm I'm sure there's you know shitloads of catfish all like way deep. Like I'm pointing, like you know where I'm pointing. Yeah. But <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, sure, Ben, no <laughs> doubt. I know right where you're talking about. Uh, that's what well, I was yeah, gonna I guess. Know. I was wondering though if it was something like what, or or if it's just the time of year, so, something's making them it's got come maybe out. Water temperature. Who yeah. knows? I mean, could it's, be, it's, could, it's be really, a, uh, could be a handful of things. Mm. But that's, uh, that, that's something, dude. Yeah, it sure is. So now, um, I got a blue crab operation. Um, I got three giants in in the trap three big keepers i had a shitload of like mid mid-range jumpers we'll call them yeah nice but, uh, <laughs> very I, apropos I, with the <laughs> nba playoffs going on um but I, I let them free and i'm just gonna keep the big ones because i don't know if you had heard we did a, a couple weeks ago samantha and gabe were here that yeah. was mentioned right yeah that, that was last yeah. week right yeah last week they're here and we had uh I had caught a bunch of blue crabs in my traps yep. and we, and we cooked them up and they were awesome. So, so now that's like, Benny. <laughs> well, I mean, you figure it's like, you know, you just got to get back to the old, to the old way. Sometimes it's like, you know, here we are, you know what else we do? Got a sand flea rake, went to the beach last night, tried to catch some pompano. It was a little rough, but, um, I guess since we're on the we're on the trap and Benny talk, I had my biggest sand flea catch ever. I got over like a queen or something. So I rake you rake through the sand of those yep. little you know whatever crawlers, <laughs> and uh, I saw a bunch like squiggle down in in the little like net that we have mm. or it's not a net it's like a it's like a wire basket you like drag through and uh so i went to rinse it out and there was like 50 it was like no joke like i was like oh shit i just hit the mother load so then we fished for a while didn't get a single bite dumped all the sand fleas back into their respective home and i was gonna say home. what were you using them you were using them as bait <laughs> yeah that's the that's the, the number one uh like like pompano loves sand fleas because ah. yeah close to the shore um but yeah so it was fun benny you're caught, just caught. you're just living your best life i mean i'm trying man I'm trying you're just living your best life aside from that um how the hell are you well actually ben i have a question uh first how uh What's the genesis of all this, like trapping and stuff? Like, yeah, I know you've always, you know, you're you're an outdoorsman, and you, you know, you've always kind of fucking yogurt. Um, 
done these types of things. But uh, what was the genesis of this? You were just like, I'm going to I'm going to try and trap some fish and crabs. No, I'll tell you the genesis of that. It's very, very, very easy. Um, I'm at my fiance's folks house down in Florida. Yeah. And there was empty traps on the dock. And I filled them with bait. And I put them in the water. <laughs> All right. Well, um, but also it's like I got a pretty cool operation. Um like the way their house is there's a public boat ramp that's like the next street over yeah and you it's like gated off yeah so you can't get to it but i can ride my motorcycle in between the things yeah so i carry a big ass bucket over and they have a freezer it's yeah. pretty cool because they want they have a freezer that you throw all your fillets or i'm sorry not your fillets your carcasses in yep because they don't want people throwing it back in the canal so i go get free bait load the traps and um they just announced snapper season oh so i'm just gonna have a shitload of bait fish on deck because that's ready to rip yeah exactly so yeah hey you know they say summer bodies are you know starting the winter well fucking your live bait fucking collection starts now spring (laughs) (laughs) you know summer bait collection yeah you can't can't, you know opening day can't roll around you're like oh shit we still don't have any bait and then you know you're like oh we'll go catch some bait fish out you know and then you don't catch any bait fish and you're like well fuck it we'll just use squid you know don't be a squid i can't fish in the summer if you don't start in the spring benny everybody knows that yeah Mm. Well, to go back to your to your question, and also, also, then I realized that my bycatch was blue, <laughs> was blue crab, and you know, being a um, an all inclusive, you know, make everything work. It's like okay, there's free food right there in my as my bycatch. Well, and they're delicious. Have you made crab cakes t- yet? No, but we had like a we had a decent little mound. We had like a, a mound enough to make one maryland crab cake because nice. i've had one and they're fucking delicious yeah but no it's we only had six crabs yeah hey bro they'll come they'll come i know yeah. i've been if so you I've trap been it they will like, come i've been doing this like water tap sequence every night trying to call the blue crabs Is in, that like so. a uh like a rain dance for the native americans it's sort of it's like six taps a, a swoosh yeah it's it's pretty interesting <laughs> Nike. Nike. <laughs> whispering in the water look harder <laughs> oh, shit. that's uh, funny so, well yeah. apparently it's working i mean you didn't get blue crabs you got blue catfish so apparently you know it's you're just got to hone it in a little bit Yes, I've been I've been playing um I'm blue daba <laughs> so oh, Eiffel 65. <laughs> yeah, so everything mm. we're catching is just a shade of blue. Oh, yeah. we're uh we're 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 on off the rails already this morning, but um yeah, how are you? How was your week? Uh, yeah, we, we no, we we like most certainly are off the rails, but well, that's what, no, that's no what happened. Hey, obviously something something is in the 
in the air or the water because you know you know the great migration uh my week was great i actually am not without uh a story about my girlfriend's parents as well so last sunday was easter i went uh i went to my family's house in the early afternoon and then went to um her house her her parents house after that and so after everybody left it was you know just us her grandmother and and uh and her parents and so her dad and i started playing chess and he beat me and uh i was driving home and i was a little ticked off with myself because like i just i made some mistakes and you know whatever it's like all the chess yeah, i play yeah. on my on my fucking phone so like i don't i really don't play in, i haven't played in person that much it's like playing it's like playing online poker versus you know yeah it's at different the table it's just different, you know? Uh, so anyways, I'm sitting there. I'm like kind of thinking back through the game um, as I'm on my way home. And I realized that he made an illegal move and like the whole thing should be invalidated. And I saw him last night. We played again last night. I'll get to that. But he swears he didn't do it. I had put him in check earlier in the game. He moved his king. And then like seven moves later, he castled. And once you move your king, you can no longer castle. And he swears he didn't move his king. I know he moved his king because it just, there was no other way for him to avoid the check other than to move his king. So whatever, you know, I bring it up at dinner last night. It's not that big a deal, you know, just joking about it, whatever. <clears throat> so we play last night and boy, oh boy, Benny, boy, oh boy, Benny. He, I took him down. He didn't even see it coming. I hit him. I took my my dark square bishop sat in its opening square the whole game until I just needed it at the end. Made three moves down the board. Game was over. The best part was like, this is something I haven't experienced because it's the first time I ever beat anybody in person. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've only played like 10 games in person ever. So like it was the no, first I time I ever beat anybody. And so when I when I moved my bishop down to back up my queen, which was about to mate him, he was sitting there for like, I don't know, maybe three, four minutes looking at the board. And he just put his head in his hands and he's like, how do I get out of this? And the best part was I knew he couldn't get out of it. I saw it the whole way and I was just sitting there trying not to smile, just be a gracious winner. Then he tried to make a move and it was over at that point. I was like, so, you know, the path to Grandmaster continues. It's all it's all coming along. Yeah, well, um, I I played uh, my sister in big chess. And what, uh, what do you mean in big chess? Like like yard chess? Yeah, it was like at a we were at a little like bar restaurant. Oh, yeah, thing. okay. And there's big pieces and yep. um big chess fucks with you because you know, I didn't see, you know, I forgot to look over at one side. She whooped my oh, ass, but, um, you know, board I, vision. That's what saved me. Yeah. actually. <laughs> well, he, there was a period shortly before that, where he had his queen and his rook on the back rank. And I, I actually said out loud, I was like, I don't know how to get out of this. And then I happened to just take a quick peek around the board. Saw my light square Bishop all the way across the board came in, took out his rook with it. You know, I had to give up the light square bishop for a rook. That's always a good, usually a good trade. And that, uh, and then four moves later, it was over. So, you know, you just got to have board vision, Benny. You got to be able to see the whole board and see how it all interacts with each other, you know? Let's just say that 
my path to Grandmaster, it diverted <laughs> to Trap Master. <laughs> I mean, dude, we can't both be masters at the same thing. This pod right. would be so much more boring if we did that. Yeah. Like, we got to have different, you know, different things going at all times. So you go be the uh-huh. Trap Master and I'll be the Grandmaster. And like, that's just, that's just our callings at this, at this junction. What an odd, yeah, no. what an odd stretch that this, uh, over the, what, what do we have? 113 episodes, 113 episodes times 0.75. So we've done about 85 hours. There's about 85 hours of us talking out there. That's uh, a, that's a, that's a fair amount of hours. Yeah. It's a decent chunk, give or take. Obviously some of the episodes are shorter, some are longer, you know, it is what it is, but in that time span, the, interests and um paths that we've taken it's it's been quite fascinating benjamin no 100 percent. i think also like look at what the hell happened in the world too yeah you know i'm like <laughs> come on dude you want to talk about an epic time like which you know we said it you know lots of times but I mean, just to think the the changes, I mean, kind of the opportunity was like there to like reinvent, you know, yourself. It really was in, in, in a sense of like, you know, they shut down the economy. Yeah. And you had a chance to, what you know, do whatever you're doing, whether it's learn stock charts and make a bunch of money or, you know, fucking just you know enjoy life yeah we committed ourselves to a lot of different things there's a lot of a lot of uh hobbies found places well places gone to for you i only went a handful of places but um it's been quite a journey benjamin it it surely truly has even like that the picture you had posted on your instagram the other day or uh the video it's like being in jackson you know yeah that was like, six months ago already more than that that's insane then we already went out to fucking san diego and it went to california i mean it's just it's crazy i mean it's crazy how like the the a the the time has gone since we've started this and you know how much stuff has gotten done and not gotten done i mean shit when we started this podcast we did a whole episode basically talking about where neither one of us wanted to have girlfriends and now you're engaged and I have a girlfriend. So like, you know, like what the fuck? (laughs) It's also a one thing that I think, I mean, I've definitely noticed and I've, I've heard people talking about it lately. And, you know, I think, I mean, we're coming up on our, our 10 year, or, or, sorry, I'm coming up on my ten, my ten year college graduation next year, bro. This so, year's our fifteen year high school, I, I, right? That's but so it's like, you know, that's half a lifetime, or not half. You know, I when you're when and you're it's in not high, sixteen twenty seven. I I get it, <laughs> but like when you're in high school and you're fifteen, and then you're like, whoa, like. You know, I wonder what it'll be like when I'm 30. Like, yeah, right. You know, it's like you, you think that's so far off, but then, you know, 
as you live it, as we are, you know, 33 year olds or, you know, soon to be gonna, yeah, exactly. We're in our 33rd year. It's like, dude, life really is fucking, it, it goes by in a fucking blink of an eye. So, well, the, and the funny know. thing too, the funny thing is too, is like, I think when you're, when you're in high school, you know, you have this like grand idea of who you're going to be at 30 and like, you know, what your life is going to be. And, you know, it's like impossible to predict because all those little, little moments in between that, you know, take you through your journey and, and kind of dictate what path your life does take. You can't predict any of them. And then you get to where we are and it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if this was what I, I couldn't tell you what I had envisioned, but like, I don't know if it, this was it. And I'm very much enjoying myself and I'm very happy with the direction my life has taken and where I'm at. But like, you know, I don't know. I can't remember when I was, you know, 18 years old, if this is what I thought it was going to be like. Exactly what I was just about to say. It's like when, when you're that young and you're think you, you, you think you have this idea of what it's like, you know, then as you start to live it and realize all the little fucking nooks and crannies and you know, shit that happened. And then you start to realize like, Whoa, how did like my parents had to do all this shit too. Like, you know, and then, but then you're dealing with like cultural differences, you know, it's like, as we evolve and grow and it's like, you know, and then like, I mean, shit, dude. It's like whatever, whatever way you you are processing it. Like nothing can ever prepare you, ever, you know. And nor will it. I mean, right. shit. It's more just like you gotta, you know, learn it's how to, you know, ride. take shit. And yeah, I know it really is a fucking ride. And then, and then think about all the, the little, like, you know call them like side effects or like these little like x factors that are like thrown at you the whole way like ooh, let's try to like lead you down this path to get sure. you deep you know deviate you from you know your goals or you know whatever it is a billboard it's like right. you know you're, dri- you're driving down the street it's like you should be focused on driving but right it's like you look around like i haven't really ever thought about that but look at how much like if they want less car wrecks, you know, don't you think there should be less distractions? It's like, you know, all there is is distractions, 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 like fucking, you know, because your eyeballs are worth money, man. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. It's like the more you start thinking about like the way life works, it's like, it's scary, man. Not, not scary. It's just that like, it's a it's a fuck i guess this is a ride dude we're on like the ultimate game show ride yeah i mean absolutely i mean and you're right there's a lot of like you know i don't know i don't think it's i don't think it's necessarily something that's happening to us or gonna happen to us but you know how many people do you actually i almost i kind of feel like it's something our generation does a pretty good job of avoiding but like what i was gonna say is like how many people just wake up one day and like finally realize how much of their life has passed them by, like, like completely passed them by. And they've, I'm not saying every single day needs to be the best day of your life, but like, you know, where you 
five, 10 years goes by and you're like, I'm, you know, in the same place I was at and I'm, I'm not happy with it. Like, I think our generation's doing kind of a pretty good job of like bucking that trend. But I really like, I wonder what, uh, like what that feeling is like for people, you know, to just wake up and all of a sudden realize like, like I'm not anywhere near where I want it to be when I was in high school dreaming of being 30 or being 40 or whatever. I wonder what that's like. I'll never know. Shit, man. I keep saying that, but you're, you're totally like, you know, there's a lot of perspective. I mean, if you're, if you're willing and able to see all the different perspectives, you know, it's like, I think it only will like increase your appreciation for what you do have. Right. You know, perfect example, walking through, you know, we went to, to Walmart yesterday. Just not that there's anything wrong with going to Walmart, but you know, it's like, well, I appreciate everything that I have a lot more when I leave that place. Just sure. You know, whatever it may be, whatever perspective, um, you know, you, I guess, would it be like a perspective you get, you know, to each their own, like everybody has their own perspective. My perspective is, I guess, gratitude, like in a sense, like leaving a place like that. You know, some people may hate it and think it's nasty, but. Well, I just, you know. I, I think, uh, I mean, as somebody that, that, you know, I hate, I don't, I haven't shopped at Walmart. And, uh, well, I, Aaron, I don't know if you know, but I used to be, uh, I used to be a shareholder. So I like to go see, I, I like to go make sure that I'm, I, I moved my money out of a, a place uh, into something else and Dude. see that I made the correct decision. I want to, I got to look it up right now. I mean, so, you know, Walmart is doing well from when we were like advocating that people buy it. Let's see. That was. Well, my buy was during the, uh, the Walmart plus or whatever. I had that thought that they were going to, yeah, well, we like. I, think I, Am- I sent you an article that was like about how like poised Walmart was to take on Amazon, and you know, blah blah blah. They were gonna. I mean, to you know, to be fair, from all right. So from episode one till now. Well, let's look at episode two. So that would have been what March sixteenth. So okay, so March twentieth, it was one hundred and fourteen dollars a share. It's one hundred and fifty six bucks and 86 and 86 cents now yeah so that's 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 too that's far too conservative for my liking i like i like thousand percent gains within that range (laughs) (laughs) if i'm not 10xing my money in two years i don't want it i mean that's only what's scary is that 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 option was available and we took that available option so um, well yeah i mean i and i i uh do do the same for what what's the what's the numbers for Ethereum? Okay, it's got to be under under five hundred bucks. Um, let's see. 
<clears throat> okay. March. All right, so March 15th. Wait, what year is this? Uh, oh, hold on. Wait, September 2020. Okay, so this is 2020. March 15th, it was uh, $123.33. Oh, hundred. Okay, yes. Under 500 I was correct. 120 Now it's 3000 bucks, roughly, give or, give or take $32. Yeah. So I actually, Ben, that would be 3,000% uh, returns in, uh, in that time span. That would be 30x your money. All right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. 30x. Right. So, well, you know, but we did advocate for Walmart at one point. But anyways, back to what I was going to say is as somebody who doesn't who loathes Walmart for one bad experience I had one time and has just held a grudge ever since. Uh, dude, there's there's a reason why they're the largest like retailer in the, in the country, maybe in the world. I mean, they're just yeah, there's a reason for it. You ain't wrong. And you know what's secretly just nipping at their coattails? Fucking Dollar General, man. Mm. I don't know if it's just the South. I've never seen more Dollar Generals in my life. It's like, just like pop up here and there. It's like crazy. Being like a rural, rural area. And it's like, oh, Dollar General. Damn. I would be curious about what their... Uh, Oh, whoa, take a, Benny, take a guess. What, I didn't even know Dollar General was a publicly traded company. And that's on me. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have you guess two things, Benjamin. Guess, I'm going to have you guess the share price. I'm going to have you guess three things. Oh, fuck. W when the company was founded. Okay. Uh, what their share price is and how many Dollar General stores there are in the United States. Okay. The continental Fo United States, excuse me. Founded in the 80s um, Nin I'll call it 1939 okay 1939 so 50 something years off <laughs> um, <laughs> current share price <laughs> yes $132.66 $248.81 almost $100 a share more than Walmart okay and, and the amount of stores they operate in the United States um, seventeen thirty-eight. <laughs> seventeen hundred and thirty-eight. Yeah, <clears throat> eighteen thousand two hundred and sixteen stores in the continental United States. See, that's what I mean. There's a shitload of Dollar that's Generals. Crazy. <laughs> All right, now let's look at what they did. I want to know what they did before pre-pandemic, uh, whatever that was. March five years. All right, dude. March thirteenth. So March twentieth is when we looked at Walmart. Dollar General was one hundred and forty dollars a share. So, so yeah, a hundred bucks in in a in two years basically. So maybe that's a pick. Um, let that be known to all of our massive audience. There's the numbers. Let me look at the let me look at the chart, the real chart. What's what's the 50 day moving average? <laughs> Do you want the EMA or the SMA? This stockchart.com. What is this fucking website? What the fuck? All right, forget it. I'm not gonna we're not gonna do this. Um 
but so good to know it's it's a it's worth it to invest in uh dollar general i guess i have noticed that they those like popping up um kind of up here too i don't know if i've ever stepped foot in a dollar general should i go check it out well it's just weird because like our options are dollar general yeah piggly wiggly which is a little grocery store that it i mean it has everything you need like it's a full grocery store but it's just very um like they don't sell tahini we've been making hummus yeah um my lovely fiance has been making hummus i've been helping purchase the ingredients but i've not been making it but either way like so you either got to go to uh You know, Publix way down the road. You got Walmart, Dollar General. Yeah. So. It's just all big box stores. Right. It's not like up here where you still got the local little owned. I mean, right, right, right. I've got within a few blocks of my apartment, I've got a a butcher shop. I've got a little grocery store on the corner, a little convenience grocery store on the corner that's got, you know, it's just kind of random things. I've got Nika's Market. Uh, which is a little Italian market. I got Pieta Belly, which is also a little Italian market. That's all within four blocks. I'm of my sure apartment. you got. I'm sure you got some other international little cuisine places. Oh, actually, yeah. There's a Mexican grocery store underneath my apartment. I fucking I forgot about it. <laughs> One way closer. It's literally <laughs> the door next door. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess there's, but you know, New Haven's also a weird town. Like New Haven, you can get away with that stuff. But you know, like you think about Manchester, I still got Highland Park Market. Um, you know, so it's not completely all big box stored up, but you know, what a world it must have been like living in the 50s when everything was locally owned by somebody, somebody you knew probably. Yeah, poor folks just got driven out. Right. I mean, even, you know, it's like RIP, um, what, what was it a- uh ames what was, ames what was it? yeah ames <laughs> thanks dad <laughs> ames department stores yeah <laughs> fucking it's, i'm gonna i gotta look up ames kmart i mean it, let's what are some of the biggest closings that we've seen in our lifetime kmart like ames, blockbuster sure. um ames kmart um sears Sears is now like died off. I mean, yep. there's still a few left. Um, dude, and like Sears used to be a place where you'd go to buy fucking anything. Well, dude, the best thing about Sears was we, I was just talking about this. Uh, their the craftsman they they sold craftsman tools. They had a lifetime warranty. Yeah. So if if you had a we had one right in Vernon, like right down by where Stop and Shop. Yeah, I remember. Was, yep. Like there's Kmart and Sears. But if you walked in there with a, a craftsman tool and it was broken, you could just hand it to them and they would hand you, you got the exact one back. Like, right. And then slowly, 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 craftsmen started leaving Made in USA and, you know, they... Is that, know, that's, since, what, that's what ended up happening to craftsmen? Basically. Just went the way of the dodo like, bird? Like, there's, like, we still, my dad still got some, like, vintage... I, I yeah, I would call them that now. Vintage, like old craftsman um 
battery operated drills and yep. they still say made in the USA. But I bet you it's been 10 years now since they've said like made in China on them. Ben, did you know? So Ames had at its peak, apparently 327 locations. It was based in Rocky Hill, Connecticut was where the headquarters were. Three brothers from Connecticut, Milton Irving and Herbert Herbert Gilman. Um, oh, they bought another department store chain. And, and oh. then took the other name? No. In April of oh. 1990, Ames filed for bankruptcy under Chapter 11. One of the causes of bankruptcy appeared to be Ames' policy of extending consumer credit to almost anyone who asked without first checking their credit rating. <laughs> In an attempt to increase Ames' market share, Ames had also replaced the Zaire credit card program with Visa cards that could be used anywhere Visa was accepted. This often resulted in Ames giving credit cards to customers who were already in debt, and they tended to attract high-risk borrowers who tended to fall on their debt payments. Genius. Yeah, that's what you put your fucking money into? This company that was just giving credit to whoever fucking asked for it? Yeah, I wonder yeah. so if you if you had a credit card through Ames and you ran up like say a twenty thousand dollar bill, and then they filed for bankruptcy, are you still on the hook for the money? I mean, I would imagine. I, well, I think that's probably why most credit cards are run through a third party. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably you know right. even like all right. I have an Apple card. You want yeah. to talk about an absolute clusterfuck? It's been. I, I got my Apple card stolen on February 11th and I still don't have an Apple card. Right. Really? I've, ta- I've talked to three different people, three different times. Nobody knows anything. I finally got back in on my phone. They still haven't sent me a card and that's through Goldman Sachs. Yeah. Those motherfuckers. So they're probably shorting Tesla and they're all <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Now you got to cover their put options. <laughs> hey, man, we can't send you another credit card. We took a big gamble on Tesla going down, and Elon Musk is trying to buy Twitter now. We're all fucked. Yeah, what's worse is, uh, yeah, we own most, most of Twitter, so. Uh, oh, that's hilarious. That's fucking funny. What's going to happen when that happens? When companies or majority shareholders of Twitter get bought by a company that, that, all those other companies have short positions on that can't be good for their. I don't know why people are even still bought. I understand. Actually, I take that back. I understand. Did, why you, pe- did you by any chance see the, um, I'm sorry to cut you off. The, the Elon Musk, Bill Gates, possible screenshotted tweets. No, I did not. They were, they were supposed to meet. They, they met for some meeting and then Elon asked him, are do you, are you still, do you still have a half a billion short position um, against Tesla? Yeah. And he was, he, he responded uh, or supposedly Bill Gates responded. So sorry. Haven't gotten around to do uh, to what is it called? Dissolve that or, or closing it. I haven't gotten around to closing that. Um, and then he asked about like doing some philanthropic work yeah. and Elon Musk uh, re- like replies, like, Sorry, I can't. I can't do. I can't accept that offer when um, one of the one of the companies leading, you know, the 
global when you have a short position against one of the leading companies fighting you know climate change or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah here it is right here elon musk shoots down bill gates request bill gates requests to discuss uh, philanthropy and new leaked texts oh wow there really is a whole thing why why do they do this where they're all jumbled up and i have to click on them and, and go through them 7 to 20 on wednesday to be clear okay i can't go through these i mean it sounds like yeah. you got the gist I, yeah, of it i i pretty much nailed it um so oh, sorry 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 but i cannot take your philanthropy on climate change seriously when you have a massive short <laughs> position against tesla the company doing the most to solve climate change <laughs> Yep. Sorry to say I haven't closed it out. I would like to dis- discuss uh, philanthropy possibilities. <laughs> that's uh, awesome. Yeah, that is fucking so. awesome. I mean, it's also but like, that's the whole thing. It's all hypocritical. Like, you know, all these, especially with climate change. I read a thing yesterday about like the G20 summit. That is the climate change summit with all the world leaders. Almost every single one of them flies on a private fucking jet to get there. Like the amount of carbon emissions they put out, it's like, it's like 1800 tons of carbon they dump into the, the atmosphere on their, or the environment on their way to go fucking talk about climate change. Like it's a fucking joke. It's it, so- it really is at, at some point though, people will wake up to it and realize, Whoa, yeah. wait a second. And, and like, I hate to, to bash our close personal friend, Elon, but it's like, We've talked about lithium mines on here before too. Yep. So, um, yeah, yeah, hypocritical. It's all hypocritical. But, man. but, Aaron, if people if people knew that truth, then then he wouldn't be the richest man in the world, or, or according to Forbes, people forget the richest people in the world by by the uh, by the companies that have um, the lists of the. Uh, richest people in the world to keep them off it so right because why because why because they don't because that's real wealth benny because people at the top of lists are never stay at the top of lists that's right that's as soon as you're on the top of the list someone's coming to get your ass that's right um I had something else to say, but I can't remember what it was. Elon Musk, Tesla. Oh, I'll, I do. However, how, however, I do think that uh, him buying Twitter would be good. I think, like, listen, I don't think Twitter, it should just be a free-for-all. You can say whatever the fuck you want, whatever you want. But, like, the amount of censorship that goes on by social media companies is, like, it's very detrimental to the progression of, of society. And the problem being is that if you were to start, like, I know there's a, there's like a Twitter spinoff that's like completely free speech or whatever, but like they'll never gain the traction that Twitter already has and nobody's going to jump ship. And, and, like, and you know. another completely viable thought and way of thinking about this is fucking who's to say that, Elon Musk's interests will be good, you know? He could sure. just start cr- cramming his own, you know, Tesla, SpaceX narrative down everyone's throat. And, right. you know, so it's like, it, in my opinion, it's probably just a change of power. They're, they're seeing 
there's you know they're all all those guys are in the same fucking they're all on the same team up there like right you know they're all sitting in the same boardroom meetings having the same talks and they're all figuring out how to strategize and you know figure out what's best for themselves and their companies so i guarantee you elon musk and jack dorsey are probably like you know drinking wine and laughing like you know let's let's send this out you know let's pretend this is happening all while jack dorsey's probably like hey you know twitter's losing traction we need something right now you know it's like we need something big let's it's up ten dollars a share since he announced that he'd be interested in buying it interesting Aaron. which is about 30 percent or so uh yeah no i mean 52 week high 73 bucks 52 week low which was not all that long ago was 3130 you know and then coincidentally right around the time the 52 week low hits elon musk uh, gets on gets involved uh yeah huh. as hmm. as one of the biggest shareholders he's got nine the, the largest the, right so like let that sink in they're just yeah, yeah it's all manipulation he's like Okay, I probably manipulated the Tesla stock enough for for lately. Let me go manipulate something else that I have, you know, interest in. Just like Bitcoin, you know, it's all going to be, I mean, he's doing a hell of a job. He is doing a hell of a job. Um, Okay, well, that's as good a place as I need to rip rip it up and go enjoy our weekends now. Uh, episode 113 of the Sunday Conversation podcast is presented by Loyalty Liquors. Subscribe, rate, review. Go check out our YouTube channel. I don't, do we have a YouTube? I think we do. I don't think there's anything on it. Go check it out. Uh, soon enough, you know, hopefully Benny and I will just sell the, the IP to this thing and start another podcast. And that doesn't reset our Rolex bet just for the record. I want that out there in audio record. Uh, but you know, make a couple hundred grand off the name and the, the property, you know, that'd be pretty nice. So anyways, Benny, great chat, buddy. Love you. Love you, bro.